0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross. Sapp. It is August 18th, 2021. This is your AEW Dynamite post show here on Fightful.com. Uh, of course, we had the list in your boy today, which is our weekly news show. We've talked a lot about some CM Punk fella. Oh, by the way, I have a new report, the latest on CM Punk up at FightfulSelect.com right now. Please subscribe today. Also broke news of Impact Wrestling uh, signing a free agent. So uh, that is up on FightfulSelect.com right now. Check it out. But if you're here on YouTube.com Fightful or probably any of the other streaming platforms we're on right now, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. And if you want to get your question or statement read right on the air, donate a super chat. It's that little dollar sign down at the bottom of your YouTube window. Make sure you guys check that out. We've got Alex Palowski, who is the host of Sour Graps. but uh, on Tuesdays you're, you're going to be a co-host here and there.
2: Yes, uh, I I, have an, I invited the uh, the Indomitable uh, Kate Hensler, uh, who is a Sour Grap herself, yes, uh, to 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 come on the show because she's such a fantastic job on the, her first uh, SmackDown slash Rampage show, uh, and and with NXT becoming what it might be, um, I don't need another solo show of me being depressed, so let's bring in somebody that I can bounce ideas off of, crack jokes to, maybe it'll be a lot more fun, cracking wise about the demise of NXT rather than sinking into the doldrums about it.
0: We've also got Robert DeFelice here. Robert, fresh off a birthday. Robert, how you doing?
3: I'm doing great. Uh, We were saved because I was told that the main event went one way. Alex would be ripping off his shirt here, so we were saved from that. Thank God.
0: Well, uh, you can also check out Robert on the Prediction Show that we did yesterday, NXT TakeOver, WWE SummerSlam, in which I almost forgot that and Cross and Samoa Joe was happening, because how could I possibly care anymore? Well, <laughs> we've got AEW Dynamite. Guys, get those super chats in. It supports us. It gets us uh, rocking. And Jeremiah Lasky says, insert beginning uh, of show pyro here. Oh, we are exploding like a Ric Flair lookalike on a train, my <laughs> friends. We are ready to go. Look
2: alike. Uh, <laughs> sure, Rick. <laughs> uh,
0: it got it got me a viral tweet today, so I was pretty thrilled about that, and, and a good uh, ad plug for our pals over at Every Plate. But uh, to kick off this show, we went into the the Sting Darby Allen match, but that that actually wasn't what kicked off the show. Moxley and Kingston are making their way out. And 2.0, the former Ever-Rise, and Daniel Garcia attack Robert. And I'm I'm like almost speechless. These were guys that could barely get on NXT TV. Could barely get on NXT TV. And they've been on AEW TV three weeks, Robert. And they Mm -hmm. had some of the most incredible heat. Uh, Of course... I love that. Like, if this is the case for a lot of other shows, we got to go. It was a hot crowd tonight. It's always a hot crowd for AEW.
3: Yeah.
4: The
3: 2.0, they are what we thought they were. It's amazing that these guys were for so long just anchoring 205 Live. Never mind that they got on NXT towards the end of the run. They were just 205 Live all the time. And these guys are great. Yeah. And it's funny, for about two seconds, I thought, oh, Two years into the run, AEW is finally going to start the show with a talking segment from Kingston and Mox. And then they give you that. They give you 2.0, making a great statement and just showing why they should be on mainstream TV to begin with.
0: Flow Pro for show saying just, wow, it's really incredible. Because, I mean, a significant part of that audience probably was not familiar with their work and this is coming from very hardcore wrestling fans, but when you've got Sting and Darby Allen in that ring, and before they even come out, Alex, these guys
2: are getting this type of reaction. Yeah, I think they're going to fit in okay. Uh, yeah, they fit in fantastically. Uh, I think that Garcia is one of those guys that is is, uh, is only helped by having these two. as like I don't know who said it last week on the show, but they are absolutely... Uh, Simba and Timon and Pumbaa, like, but but evil, yeah. and I, I think that it, it's it's perfect. I, I love it. Um, but I, I also love that that the implication was that this match was supposed to happen later in the night, but no, 2.0 says we're doing this now. Which not only do they have the clout of getting to wrestle Darby and Sting, but they get to make matches. Like they said, okay, no, all, all this is done. You guys want to taste? Let's do this now. And out come Darby and Sting. Like that gives them some kind of like, if these guys are coming out here demanding matches start now, in, implicitly in your mind you go, well these guys are important, and 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 they look, they 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 do their jobs perfectly. They're getting fantastic heat on the mic. Um, they they triple team these guys with with clubs or whatever. They're they're doing everything they need to do to get heat and. They do great stuff in in the ring. They're they're playing up the comedy stuff and and, and the viciousness of being heels. They're they're way beyond what I thought they could ever be considering how I ever saw them before.
0: Uh, We got a lot of people putting over the show. Zero Fear 94 says AEW is an unstoppable train. Boy, does that one hit hard today. <laughs> Father Lasagna says this show is almost a six out of five. The first hour was immaculate. Thanks to everyone for all the great content. Well, no, thank you very much. And Ken points to Daniel Garcia. Uh, we'll have had AEW matches against Darby, Eddie, Mox, then Mox and Darby individually. How's that for a three-week push? Oh, yeah. And he was in a segment with a, a fellow by the name of Sting as well. Yeah. Um, they I love Robert that they treat the independence. Like, like what supplied them? Like what helped them form this this company? It, it's it it makes me feel really good.
3: Yeah, they're a minor league. It's different from when WWE says the minor leagues is to just relegate them yeah. to being not on their level. They are literally supplying the company with talent.
0: Nerd Guru says Sting is eight years older than Goldberg. Wow! Just wow! Uh, I got to criticize commentary being like. Wow, a double scorpion deathlock. This has never happened before. And I'm like, man, Natalia is going to burn your house down. She's done that 42 times for the love of God. There have been some great ones, there have been some not so great ones, but by God, it's happened. Yeah. I did say somebody said, legally, they are different as ruled in 1999 WCW, Bret Hart and Sting, officially different. But um, yeah, this this went better than a lot of sting scorpion Deathlocks I've seen in my day. I interviewed Bret Hart last year and I was like, you know what, Bret Hart? There's a lot of people out there that say that you just bury people. Why don't you tell me who does the best sharpshooters? And he looks at me and he goes, I can tell you who does the worst a lot easier. And I said, of course you can, <laughs> Bret Hart. But please give me some good ones. And he had the nerve to say sting. And I wasn't going to respect or disrespect <laughs> Bret Hart. But in my head, I went. Bullshit, <laughs> bullshit, Bret Hart. I love Sting, but I have seen far too many of those Scorpion Deathlocks where he is bent over at a 90 degree angle, clutching somebody's ankle as he stares at the ground. Yeah. They, this was one of the better ones. Um, this was a lot of fun. This is exactly what you want to kick the show off with, I think.
3: Yeah, I mean, great wrestling 2.0 looked a lot more threatening than you would ever imagine. They end up using Danny Garcia, who is going to be a star for this company in no time. Darby yeah. Allen is still the only wrestler in the company, and maybe in the world, who should do dives because he looks like he wants to hurt people. And Sting on TNT just feels right, and I couldn't be more surprised with how well this is going.
2: I one uh, of the things when they when it spilled over into like the concourse area ish. Mm-hmm. That, that move where it was almost like a, a start of a flapjack but they lifted Darby up into like the overhang wall. That was great. Uh, I loved Eddie Kingston coming back and saying, Mr. Garcia, I'd like a word with you in the back. Like he just he was like, no no, 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 not no three on two stuff. Um I, but the it was such it, a
0: great reaction when he came out too. Yeah, it was. And I wonder like how much of the crowd could even see that. One of my favorite things about Dynamite is the environment changes every single week. You go into a different looking backstage area. You you see sometimes there's a ramp, sometimes there's a straight platform. Yep. I love that it's different because I see Darby about to take that like a spot over the top rope and in my head like I'm not conditioned to know he's gonna land a certain way it's a lot of
2: fun yeah there's the the the, the moment of, of course that i think that 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 um that i mean a lot of people might be talking about is uh sting no selling a double power bomb through a table
0: yeah that's a little something uh i don't know how i feel about that
2: i uh i i loved it simply because of of what it, it this this match isn't like oh sting's the best wrestler watch him no sell a, yes. a, a big move in a title match it's a it's what it boils down to it's a comedy tag match like it's a it's a brutal match but because of who t- 2.0 is and you can see them give a Scooby Doo reaction when when Sting yes. pops up from that thing like they are scared shitless like that works so much because it's Sting and the thing about that I love about Sting Sting maybe 8 years older than Goldberg he's not that's- here to steal a title shot from somebody he's just here mentoring his young son Darby and going out there and getting pops from the fans and that's it he's not St- situating himself in the top echelons of, of of the pecking order, he's just doing what he's supposed to, which is to get giant pops and get the crowd riled up, and that's good. So, like, I would, what, I would what... complain about
3: Sting no selling a power bomb, except it's Sting, and you believe that he's got the face paint on, the little stingers are going nuts. It just works because it's always worked for Sting.
0: In in most situations, I know that I would be like, oh, I don't like that, but then. It's like I popped as I watched it, it excited me, and that my my first instinct should be what, what I rely on that type of thing. So therefore, I loved it. We've got a bunch of super chats about this now. Anakin says that table spot was nothing, uh, just thing compared to what OC did a few weeks back. <laughs> he was conditioned, he was well conditioned now. But elegant points out the skateboard. Yeah. Oh, that was oh,
2: really, no. really brutal looking. Oh man.
0: Uh 813 car guy said he had goosebumps four times in the first 14 minutes of the show. Was the whole show perfect? No, but I got what I needed. Is it next Wednesday yet? Is it next Wednesday? Is it no, Friday? Yeah, it's Friday? Friday? Is it Friday? Friday. <laughs> <laughs> You're skipping one. Oh man. So uh I mean that's yeah, there there are some people, like for example, I pointed to one booking decision I didn't like on a on NXT last night, and somebody goes, oh, stop watching it. It's a two hour show. It's a two-hour show. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. They're not all going to be like the snowstorm gunfight scene in the first season of Fargo, my friends. Like, It's not going to be immaculate. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Michael, actually, yeah. Michael Higgins says, do you think it's safe to say that CM Punk's debut will now happen after a Darby Allin run-in during the Moxley-Garcia main event? I think they should kick it off. 10.01 PM CM Punk. And then he pops up at the end as well. But what does it say about this episode of AEW Dynamite that we got through 12 minutes without a single CM Punk mention? I mean, my God. And wrestling just, done right. Tons of super chats about this match. Evan Wright saying, good God, I love 2.0. I love this for them so much. Ruben Blanco said he doesn't watch NXT, so he wasn't familiar with them. But now they're one of his favorite teams. I mean, that's so rad. That is so rad. Uh, Evan Wright asks, could Bucks versus Darby Sting work eventually? Yeah, I think it could. I think it could. And I think Sting should eat the pin in that match too. And then Sting is like, sorry. Like it adds something. You can tell a story in a loss in AEW because those losses matter. They're, they're important. Nerd Guru says, man, when Sting eats a GTS Friday, going to be glorious. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy, the heat. I'll tell you some heat. Whenever somebody eventually uh, turnbuckle power bombs him. Yeah. Whenever somebody buckle bombs him and he sells it like he's paralyzed. Yeah. Scott K says, outside of spots during derby matches, I'd love a real story for Sting. I kind of like this. And then if a story comes up, then then they'll do it uh eloquent says the sting effect has done wonders for darby it has Uh, it's worked out very very well for darby allen nikolai with a monster super chat big thank you nikolai nikolai he says daniel garcia and yuda i mean my gosh he pretty much paid for kate hensler the first few weeks (laughs) i thank you (laughs) paid for for her her immediate promotion that she got here (laughs) daniel garcias uh and yuda have been used well Love seeing them get their exposure. Lee Moriarty and Dante may have ended dark and killed it. You're absolutely correct about how AEW treats the Indies uh, and we, the fans, then for it. I got to say, I popped real hard for the clip of QT Marshall asking Lee Moriarty how many Twitter followers he had right as Lee Moriarty, re-emerging as Lee Moriarty got his Twitter suspended. Thank God he got it back because the man is wonderful. But if somebody's tearing it up on the Indies... AW brings him in and they're like maybe maybe it's Daniel Garcia maybe it's Wheeler Yuta and it works maybe it's Warhorse and it doesn't quite work but you know what they they ain't burying the guy on the way out he had a competitive match i i love that and um i fully believe that the indie scene is about to get as healthy as it as it, it probably the healthiest it's been since probably 2016 2017 Jeremiah Lasky says, today was quite the day for former WCW world champions. I assume in addition to Paul White, you mean Ric Flair. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Evan Wright says, sorry guys, pop for the Sting table spot. Man, enjoy what you want.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Intangible One says, I popped when Sting came out in just his singlet. Didn't even enter with his shirt this time. Felt so happy for him. Robert, this gave me like 98, 99 WCW
3: vibes, and I kind of dug that. The man is confident for the first time in a few years. That's great to see. And eventually it's going to lead to at least one match with Darby. And you know, Cody's got to get a singles match in there at some point down the line. So Sting, as long as he stays in this mode, he can have quite a few more good ones.
0: Raul says AEW started with a 60-year-old and ended with a 50-plus-year-old, but got all the young... Uh, under thirty year olds, over perfect booking. It was. Yep. This is how you book somebody like that. Yep. Yep. Kurt says Sting may be older than Goldberg, but at least he doesn't gas out and get concussed before he enters the ring. Well, I hope. That, I hope for the safety of Bill Goldberg and Bobby Lashley that that is behind him. I would. Yep. I would be inclined to believe that it is because. I mean, and this is just me spitballing. Goldberg's kid is 15 years old, and I'm pretty sure Goldberg doesn't want his kid ramming his head into shit knowing yeah. what Goldberg knows. Yeah. Uh, I fully believe that he is doing this run for, one, the money, but, two, because he wants his kid to see him, and he probably doesn't want his kid to see him like he was against Undertaker ever, ever
3: again. I hope at this point his kid is saying, please yeah. do not do that.
0: <laughs> his kid's probably learning about it in in school right now that's probably a part of the curriculum by this point um we've got marco carmona saying another great episode of aew heard the card for aew uh or for the united center being without a derby match uh were the rumors of punk for friday this wrong or were they wrong or am i getting worked nope buddy tune in tune in's all i gotta say uh they they dropped hints throughout this show too like QT Marshall saying we are not the kind of company that teases something and doesn't follow through. Yeah. Uh, And we got somebody super chatting, just saying they they wish they had (laughs) Nikolai's bankroll. But Evan Wright says, what does it say uh, in their faith in Daniel Garcia when he's main eventing a sold out United center with John Moxley has to be a sign, right? Presumably not even under contract, Alex.
2: Yeah, no, it says a lot because he's, he's great. Everybody says he's great. Uh, Moxley's going to take great care of him. It's it's they immediately have him like. There's a thing like they 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 introduce Daniel Garcia and 2.0 to the dynamite viewing crowd with with an immediate match against three the top guys in the entire company and Garcia gets to keep having moments and and like feuds with two separate du- giant tag teams within the company. Like yeah, they've already said no. We're all we're all all in on this kid, and I think. Uh, if if Brian Danielson were, were to wind up in AEW as we all expect him to, Daniel Garcia is just the type of kid that he would take under his wing and yeah. go, I'm going to make you into the best wrestler <laughs> in the world.
0: Yep. Jordan says, I pop for the Sing No Sell because it's the most superhero he's felt in a while. Uh, also, 2.0 really decided Hakuna Matata meant fight Mox and Eddie. Uh, I... I, I like I buy sting like almost a Superman. And you know why I buy that? Because when I was four fucking years old, he was Superman to me. Yep. There's not a, a large group of wrestling fans that still exist that haven't seen sting as that before.
2: Um, uh, <laughs> How old were you when he revealed that he was RoboCop's best friend? Okay. Because <laughs> that was a pretty amazing moment back then, too. Oh,
0: Jesus. <laughs> Sawyer says the entrance tunnel had WCW Nitro Steel Archway looks tonight. Yep. Uh, guys, get in your super chats. Leave a thumbs up. I can't tell you how much that helps us. Uh, but we had John Moxley cutting a promo later, and we got people asking what we think uh, will happen with John Moxley at All Out. Well, I think he's facing Osprey, or I think he's facing uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi.
3: Robert, how about you? I think Tanahashi seems likely. That show, wrestled uh, Grant and Sam, is the fourth. All Out is the fifth. We'll see how that works with time zones, but I think it's Tanahashi.
0: Corey asks if he thinks we get a swerve and get Mox and Punk at All Out. I'd be shocked.
3: The promos would be good, but I think yeah. they've done that one, and they want to run something fresh before they run that back.
0: Tim says, absolutely loved Mox's massive chip on his shoulder. Boris says, Mox with the dad of newborn grumpy energy. Alex, did that be correct?
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes, that's true.
0: (laughs) And Andy, or Adam says, "Garcia is my local champ here in Buffalo. We'll be sad to see him go. He earned it. Love Fightful. You guys are killing it. Well, we love you. We appreciate you uh, very much. And he's definitely going to be missed in that scene. I know he's big. I I assume you mean limitless, but. Yeah, man. Uh, he he has been killing it. Uh, Mike McVaney says, do you think Rampage would do a better number if they went on
3: before SmackDown, not after? Mm. We'll see. It's only the first show, so we got to see how this one plays out. And I still think, personally, they do a million for Punk.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. That is a good question, though. Would they do better at seven instead of ten? I'll tell you what, Pacific, that's like four, though. Yeah. So that'd yeah. be tough. Um, yeah, Raul Ortega says he can't wait to go to his first AEW show Friday. It's, it's legitimately just fun. And that's what, that's what Jan Brown says. He says, I imagine this is what the Attitude Era felt like for longer viewing fans, different products, but on par with the excitement of anything can happen, actually listening to the fans. This is a point that I brought up. I've had this conversation with WWE wrestlers. They light the crowd at AEW. And the crowd doesn't try to get themselves over. They want everything that's happening in front of them to succeed. They do a really good job, like showing people of all ages that that yeah. are there, showing women that are there. Like it, it is not out like it's it's normal to be watching AEW and you see like a couple in the background standing up, drinking their beers, cheering like they want to be there at the show. It's just it's different. Yep. But, Volub says Tanahashi is going to be in Japan at the MetLife Dome. How's he going to be at all out? Time zones. Yeah. Time zones.
2: Time zones. Wormhole,
4: obviously.
0: Time zones. Amazing. Kyle says, if best in the world is smoke and mirrors for Tanahashi, then Chicago riots, buddy. That would be promotional <laughs> malpractice.
2: They can't do that, no.
0: Oscar says, any news on Justin Roberts' absence? Uh, love Dasha, though. Uh, personal thing, uh, he'll he'll be back, but personal thing.
3: Let me just say that I love that even though all signs point to obviously it's CM Punk, he's over here on MMA Commentary saying, oh, he looks like he's coming back to wrestling, he's all elite.
0: He's making a return to his wrestling <laughs> as somebody gets taken down. Jeez. Oh, it's great. Ah. Uh, Jeff Gator says, the My Fall Plans meme where the second hour of Dynamite is always the Delta variant. Francisco says, just want to say I'm a big fan of Robert on this post show. Well, so are we by God. Thank you. That's why we have him on every single week. Uh, Fight me says I'm concerned the United center may have some tarps, lots of resales. I don't think they'll sell those since they keep mentioning it's already sold out. I mean, it's not up to them to, to sell the resells. It's that's just, that's not them. It's the reseller site, but yeah, it doesn't matter. They sold the tickets. Yep. So uh, there you go. Cliff Beard says, not sure if it means anything, but TSN here in Canada will air select Rampage shows live. Their debut show will be the Chicago one. Maybe they were told something that it might be a big show. Yeah, I would imagine. I, I would imagine the networks are clued in.
3: Yeah, the networks probably pretty well. know. Yeah, Even pretty well. Punk, it's a big show. They're, they're in the United Center. It's like, this is a huge deal for them.
0: Uh, Corey says, any word on why Ogogo isn't in the factory feud? I think he might be back home right I now. Think he's in, uh, I think
2: he's in the UK he's right in
0: Yeah. There you go. Jeremiah Lasky says, come on. It's clearly Moxley, Great Oak <laughs> All out. Oh, oh man. Uh, Kurt says, maybe Rampage goes to two hours on Saturdays. Like the old WCW show might get better ratings. It won't. Not on, not, not on a Saturday at 6. Mm. Uh, but I I would have loved, I would love if AEW like did their pay-per-view time at seven one because uh their shows last 200 hours yeah but they could run their pre-show on tbs at 605 that that would be cool to me uh kyle says alex is the mvp of these post shows not a shade on anyone else kyle respectfully get fucked (laughs) 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 i said respectfully
2: yeah no yeah you it totally clear it's in our code of conduct you guys can look it up it's true. I don't, um, I don't know how many times he's told me respectfully to, to go F myself, but so I, we, it's always fine.
0: We have several segments that don't have any super chats. The Matt Hardy segment, this is just one of those things, yeah. a way to get him on TV. Sure. Um, I love him calling uh, Wheeler Utah, Willer Utah <laughs> over and over again. This is harmless. The Britt Baker promo where Jamie Hayter pops up looking like she's about to arm wrestle Scott Norton and win. Uh, That's very cool. Uh, We got Brock Anderson's last will and testament. Oh, Jesus.
2: Oh, Oh, poor Brock. Oh no. He's he's just walking in there like I'm going to avenge you dad. Like no. No you're not. You're going to die next you're week. You're going to die. <laughs> oh, there's a way. doesn't I hell hell he will say it is I will kid, say, though. I'm a little are, worried for Brock. There are a well, lot of beautiful uh cemeteries here in the Milwaukee area that date back to like the post civil war with beautiful no, oak trees and no. everything. A lovely listen. plot. The Miller Park thing
0: that Cody mentioned is a rib on Brock Anderson. They're going <laughs> to roll his dead body down that slide <laughs> in a body bag. But I love that Arn is like, no,
2: you're going to die. Yeah, yeah. Robert, no, no, dad, I got to do this. Robert
0: uh, L. Milkman says, I can't believe they are just feeding Malachi Black Brock
3: like that. Yeah, Jesus. You know, uh, poor, poor Brock Anderson. He's trying to do the right thing, and his father doesn't even believe in him i love it
0: i love it uh we got uh, jk schwal saying think we get any big surprises for the next episode of dynamite besides the murder of brock anderson that's not a surprise we see it coming no. this is when we say
2: predictable isn't bad if it's no. good that's brock anderson's death Man, malachi black went through cody in a minute and a half what's it gonna do to brock anderson i love it
0: <laughs> Oscar says Brock versus Malachi means the Cody feud will still go on. Maybe not after Cody sees know. what happens to Brock. Oh, Thomas says Brightside Brock won't look like his dad. and <laughs>
3: He's going to look more like his dad because whatever hair he's got in his head, it's going to be gone. <gasps> we didn't have super chats about this segment before.
0: <laughs> Sean says I'll be in Milwaukee. If I catch Brock's head, I'll let you guys know. His head's going to be on eBay next week. Sorry, says Brock Anderson... R.I.P. poor kid. Are they waiting on Murphy's new compete to expire for him to arrive? Truly hope so. He I, I would love to see him with Malachi Black. Like, like this he... is
2: this like in all in all honesty. Um, I don't know that him killing Brock Anderson um just extends the Cody feud. Yeah. Um it might be a thing like this. There there is a storyline reason for Brock Anderson to be willing to be a sacrifice at the altar of Malachi Black. If they're just keeping Malachi Black busy by, by killing people, like it one-shotting a couple of dudes along the way, when Murphy shows up and takes Black to his absolute limit, then you got something. Because Black can't be touched. And, w- and all of a sudden, a guy shows up who can touch him, who knows all his tricks, then you got a feud. That could be a lot of fun
0: uh sova says uh did you see how demented they made black look in the picture versus picture versus those two yes exactly. it was great jeremiah would sell his home for them as a tag team uh gregorius WWE would <laughs> brock Roll up black for the win they <laughs> would the gimmick they would. that
3: they came out of the same psych ward slash prison yes didn't they shoot the vignette yeah. in the same place yes. maybe they're yeah, no, coming yeah. together
0: Chris says, I love that Aaron was like, you don't know what you're doing. Uh, and Francis says, I can't fathom that Brock Anderson and Dominic are almost the same age. If Michael Cole was on commentary, he'd be like, oh, look, they're 24 years old, Pat. What were you doing by then besides being a Pro Bowl
2: punter who had been to the playoffs twice no. and been drafted in the NFL as a punter? Matt. Michael Cole would say that Brock Anderson was 16 years old because exactly. they are they are they are trying to work Dominic's age they like are. three and a half years younger than he actually is.
0: Oh damn. Brandon says sometimes the youngins like Brock, gotta learn. Oh my
3: god. The one the one actual prediction I have for this is he is gonna kick his head off, but he's gonna do it with Cody's boot because he still has it. <laughs> That's
0: I like that. Nerd Guru says, remember when WWE Fox thought getting Punk on backstage was a huge deal? It was, but now <laughs> if I'm Fox, I'm livid with WWE.
2: Eh. Yeah. I think no, they're I frustrated
0: know. for far other reasons, like the oh, numbers.
2: Yeah, yeah, they would be, yeah. With like that, the yeah.
0: numbers. Uh, we've got, actually, we got some more, I think, for uh, Brock Anderson. My God. <laughs> Intangible One says, Stand By Me says, Want to see a dead body? AEW says, I want to see a dead Brock. Uh, That's good. Zoe says, Malachi is amazing. Let's see. He's killed Fuego, Cody, Arn, and next Arn, JR.
2: Arn Jr. Arn Jr. That's great.
0: Mike says, in (laughs) AEW, even the squash matches have storylines. That's the benefit. Yeah. They, they, They make you care a little bit more about it. And then you think... Well, maybe, maybe this will be the night. Maybe this will be the night. And it just hasn't been the night yet, but one day it will be. Kurt Latrell said, RIP Brock. We thought Lashley squashed Kofi bad. This needs to write off Brock for a while. I think.
2: Yeah. yeah Aaron think says, idea.
0: Aaron says, pour one out for Brock. Black is going to kill him. Kevin Tram says, I live in Minnesota. I'm sure I can find Brock's head on my front lawn after the match. <laughs> I won't even be in the state. Yep. <laughs> Snap Joe says show uh, was good, but had a weird disjointed middle promos galore. There were a lot of promos. We saw a, a good Rusev or Miro promo. I almost said Rusev. Oh. My God, my God. How, how dare I?
2: Oh. But oh, my God. It's so good. If they is- won't come for me, I'm going to come for them. Eddie Kingston, the Redeemer wants to talk. Like when he said that, I'm like, I'm all in. I don't care what, when this happens, like that's appointment viewing. Like the Miro talking with Eddie Kingston is everything I've ever wanted from the TV title uh, division.
0: Man, this was good stuff, Robert. Uh, Intangible one says uh, Miro versus Kingston hose me down. Chuck Cassis says mirror is the best thing every week, even when he's not on TV. God bless the Redeemer, praising God during the day, pleasing his wife (laughs) at night.
3: I mean, that's all the Redeemer is about. And I like that he mentioned Fuego. He said, I I will never forgive you because you didn't earn what you got. And I love that detail because they can always run that back. He addressed
0: the very real criticisms that people like, people that tried to tell me that, that WWE, it's okay that nothing matters on that show because this one thing over here, he addressed that criticism even. Thank you to Aishan for the super chat. Evan said Eddie Kingston, the Redeemer, wants a word. Chills. He is who we thought he was. Yes, They're doing Kiara Hogan and Jade Cargill on Rampage. Kiara has been killing it. She is a TV star. Anybody mm-hmm. that saw her on Impact knows she's a TV star. Uh, but Boris says, putting Jade on the most talked about TV episode and God knows how long is great move. Put a ton of eyeballs on her and Kiara needs to be signed. Kiara will get signed. Yeah. But uh, there are a whole lot of people who either pretend like the issue with AEW is, oh, where's, the, where's the, the airport effect? And you turn around in an airport, you go, who's that? Well, first off, when I'm in an airport, I don't give a fuck who else is in there. I want to get on my flight. But if you see Jade Cargill in one, you're like, Who's that? Wow. (laughs) Looks like a star. Um, I'm glad they're booking this match. Uh, Zero Fear 94 says, do you think Matt Hardy will bring his broken gimmick back now that uh, crowds are back? I'm a bit sick of the money gimmick. No, I think he'll do that for like cameo stuff. I think he, he doesn't tend to go back. He's got like, well, what's next? What's the next gimmick? Marco Carmona says the next Dynamite show should be nicknamed Brock's Death. Yes it could. Uh you're sorry says Eddie and Miro and Arthur Ash could there be a title change?
2: I like that, Alex. Yeah. I mean I, I don't know if they're if they're if 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 they're going to talk next week, they might be set, scheduling this thing for uh for yeah. all out. Um but if they're if they push it back um and they actually have that match in NYC I think there's a good chance Eddie Kingston wins. Um, yeah. But if they have it at all at, at all out, I think Bruce, I think excuse me, Bruce. I almost said it myself. I think Miro retains. God isn't pleased with you gentlemen. You're calling him Rusev. I know it's bad.
0: <laughs> uh, Adam butts is predictable. Kieran at sign. No shit. Sherlock. She's facing Jade Cargill. Nobody's beating her right now. Chris says that he was so hyped to see Kier versus Jade announced for rampage. Yeah, uh, me too. Uh, We also had Thunder Rosa, Penelope Ford. Uh, Ken says, shout out to Penelope Ford wrestling in her street clothes. Guess Rampage will end with Punk. Uh, I'm going to try to find out what was up with that, the the wrestling in the street clothes. This match, uh, you you could tell like throughout the match, Thunder Rosa was like, going to have to get a little more snug. Going to have to get a little more snug. If you don't make it look good, I'm going to make it look good. Yeah, Because for a while, it wasn't looking good. And, Thunder Rosa does what Thunder Rosa does. Either you make it look good or she makes it look good, Alex.
2: Um, I'll tell you what looked good. Um, I love the Penelope Ford keeps going back to that Moodalock, that Mm -hmm. that backbridge. And at the end, uh, Thunder Rosa is in that she says, I am screwed in this thing. So what am I going to do? I'm just going to do whatever I can to leverage her over. And then I'm not going to get out of the hold. I'm going to turn it around and just, just she just basically put her in a sleeper while she was still basically in an Indian deathlock. Like that was an awesome finish. Like to have just it basically it shows you Thunder Rosa is super smart in the ring. Like this is a dangerous move that I am in. I'm going to get out of it and I'm going to do something to you. Not my finisher. Not I'm not going to get out of it. Like let you get to the rope so I can hit my so I can wait for you to get up so I can do something. I'm just going to put you out right now because. I don't want to be in this match anymore with you. I, I already it was got.
0: Ready. I already got a message from somebody at AEW, and people in the chat I see her luggage was lost. Oh man! So, I mean, major respect to her for doing that. Uh-huh. The Kentucky Two Ten says the Thunder Rosa pop, Robert. That's a very real thing right yes, now. It is. Impact, uh, NWA, uh, Mission Pro, Indies, Anywhere, AEW, in whatever state she's getting a massive pop.
3: People love Thunder Rosa, and with good reason. Everything she does looks believable. I'm ready for them to just announce whenever that rematch with Britt is because that's the women's title match that could main event a pay-per-view. We had a couple
0: more promos. We had the pack promo where you just simple building. Uh, we had the Brit Baker promo uh, w- that I mentioned earlier with Jamie Hader. I love that they gave Jamie Hader mic time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Ricky Starks promo where Will Hobbs complete with overalls is beating up Cage briefly, and then when Cage gets the upper hand, Ricky Starks is like, no, no, and runs away. Um, Taz, of course, taking a great opportunity to reintroduce Hook. Uh, <laughs> Robert, you know he's never... That, that train's never late while we're on the subject of... Um, <laughs>
3: such the infamous hook and he's just enjoying it and by the way they walk to the back so gingerly with no urgency even though ricky starks just ran for his life i popped for that just because it it doesn't fit but it moves the needle they have to end this story soon though because it's just kind of dragging
2: i i love that we're 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 an era of, of of wrestlers kids we we got Dominic uh, on on SmackDown. We we I mean they're they're teasing heavily that Gage Goldberg is going to be getting into wrestling at some point. Like the oh my son look at my son I raised his arm kind of a thing. We got we got uh, Brock Anderson all this stuff. I'm pretty sure like hook could take them all. I'm pretty sure hook like killed a couple of prison guards in juvie. Like that dude, like the way he just has and, that. Dead and, he, there. and he never got sent to juvie. He just showed up there. <laughs> he just said, I want to <laughs> fight the toughest kids in town. And I'm a child. Into, he broke into juvie. So he could yes. go a few rounds with somebody.
0: <laughs> oh man. Mike Preventure says people love Rosa. The music doesn't hurt. That music is great. Kevin Tram, however, says, I don't know what it is. I think Thunder Rose is a fantastic performer, but I can't handle her attitude. She seems too cocky. Buddy, she should be cocky. That woman got into wrestling fairly late. Her late 20s was thrown on TV with almost no experience and then became one of the best talents in the world instead of being like, hey, I'm already on TV. I don't have to get better because let's be real. We've seen a lot of that. And not only is she doing that, she's creating opportunities for dozens of other women, too, which I greatly respect. Uh, Colt says, Baker, Statlander, Thunder, Triple Threat, it all out. Robert, I would love that, but I think they're setting up a murderer's row for I don't Rick. Think
3: you do not put Baker and Rosa in the same ring until you put them in the ring to have the title yeah. match that headlines a card.
0: You know, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, Kyle says, Tommy Dreamer said that Punk uh, not debuting wouldn't hurt AEW. And as much as I want to believe that, I know I can't. If Punk doesn't show up, Alex will still be the greatest host of this show. <laughs> um, no, if if Punk doesn't show up after all the hinting they've no, done, no. and they have done a lot of hinting. No, th- this, no. ain't a, this ain't a, Sean Ross Sapp reported it, and so th- I never said what day he was showing up. Yeah, After, yeah. after. We reported that. They said, hey, guys, we're going to do the Bulls Arena on a Friday. And we're going to call it the
2: first dance.
0: We're going to call it the first dance. We're going to wear Cookie Monster CM Chick Magnet <laughs> shirts around. We're going to talk about Darby being the best in the world. We're going to have MJF go out there and cut pipe bomb lines out of promos. Like,
2: yeah, come on. Here's what I could see them doing. Um, I could see them starting the night. With Cult of Personality, but who comes out? It's MJF to troll the crowd and and gloat after tonight. And then later you'll have Punk debut for real. I think that they could do that.
0: I think if they do that, I think Cult of Personality should hit and MJF comes out. And then Cult of Personality hits.
2: Yeah, that would be good.
0: (laughs) And then they're like, oh shit, here we go. (laughs) Jeremiah says they should give hug. Nathan Oh, my Jonas God.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, we still got some some more uh, super chats about Mox and Daniel Garcia. Uh, El Jefe says Daniel Garcia is just one of handful of Limitless Wrestling's champions. Our first was, wait for it, MJF. Uh, John Alba does a lot of work for Limitless and just puts it over a ton, has uh, put me on to a lot of the people there. Do I think it'll be punk versus John Moxley? No, I don't flow pro for show says thunder is one of the reasons people want to work for AEW. Yeah. She has put a lot of people to work for AEW out of, out of mission pro as well. Uh, something that I'll, I'll always respect. I did not respect that Dan Lambert segment. Uh, I mean, the delivery was okay. I, I just, I think it's cringy and I had people say, Oh, it's supposed to be corny. It's supposed to be a Jim Cornette parody. I just didn't like it. I don't like saying real fighters, fake fighters. While, by the way, having somebody who I know to be the nicest human on earth, junior dos Santos in the ring uh, with Andre Arlovsky um, who was a UFC heavyweight champion about two decades ago, (laughs)
2: um,
0: but is still fighting in the UFC. This wasn't for me. Of course, Archer came out. But then we get Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, which I am very happy about because they need some direction, Alex.
2: Yeah, no, they come out and they they, they take out uh, Archer. And it, it it does, it did look like Lambert had no idea who those two guys were. And I was like, hey, fine, beat up Lance Archer. That's fine with me. Um, So I, I liked that they're like just taking it under advisement themselves. Like we're just going to take out Lance Archer because we don't like Lance Archer because that's who we are. Um, uh, because I was wondering who he was, who, who arch was going to get to team with him in that inevitable Orlovsky and Dos Santos match in a tag match down the line. I was like, I don't need to see that. Like, but, but like but I'm 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 kind of put off with with like giant not wrestlers from other sports, like the Tyson Fury match from a couple of years ago, like just ruined forever the idea of this guy can fight elsewhere and he's very large. So we'll just put him in a wrestling ring. I'm like, no, oh, please, like, d- not without a lot of training, please.
3: Yeah. Um, Dan Lambert, the promo was fine. It was maybe it's cringe in the way that like people just assume it's Cornette, but it's really just, you know, old fan says, Hey, I missed the way things were blah, blah, blah. Good payday for Arlovsky and Junior Dos Santos. who just had to stand there, but this went nowhere to where I thought it was going to go. So without Tom Lawler, I'm good with not seeing Dan <laughs> Lambert in AW. And I mean, I cover MMA, I know Junior DeSantos and Andrey Arlovsky are not like
0: big pro wrestling guys, quite frankly. I've never heard their name in conjunction with pro wrestling, ever, ever. Uh, L. Ray Velez says, Junior DeSantos looks like if Randy Orton, Byron Saxon, and Kane Velasquez had a baby. <laughs> uh, Thick Astley says, everyone talks about cage, cage, page, page, engage in a cage, but give me Matt <laughs> Lee, Seidel, Matt Hardy, Jackson, and Cardona. I do not know why uh that super chat was there probably the the page reference but
2: well the page 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 and page versus matt 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 and matt yeah
0: there you go uh anakin says i only the only lambert i care about is jeremy maybe it's because i'm not an mma guy (laughs) well i mean you didn't have to be an mma guy to get into his stuff and impact it was actually very good but i i get it uh evan wright says archer gonna call suzuki for backup i think that would be a great shout robert
3: that would be amazing. If you can get Suzuki in America, you gotta get about as much out of that as you can. And Archer could.
0: <laughs> Kyle says Danny Garcia slid into my friend's girlfriend's DMs after an indie show and has a huge AEW fan. He's having a hard time with his exposure.
2: If it was Alex though, no issues. Yeah, no, I I I, I have not slid into the DMs in a while.
0: Oh my god. Brendan says Tanahashi comes to help Archer before their eventual rematch. No, I think it's going to be a mocks thing for for uh Tanahashi whenever he comes back. Cliff Beard says kind of want to see Suzuki Goon versus American top team play or at, at all out maybe throw in Page and Sky. You got to have some refined workers yeah. if they're going to be on AEW like yeah. you got to have a Tom Lawler pop up. Yeah. Yeah. Dark Prime Toy says could we see Braun Strowman show up? Uh, after his ninety days are up, to team up with Lance Archer against the MMA guys, buddy. You want to tell? Like, I can't think of a team I would enjoy more <laughs> these days than Lance Archer <laughs> and Braun Strowman. But I want them to hate each other, like not not be the oh well we we're. Like, you know, how how they usually do it. No, I want them to hate each other, and the only way they accurately display their hate is by violently murdering yeah. other people. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Or tearing yeah. stuff up. Yeah, sure. DGMC says Dos Santos and Arlovsky versus Archer and Krokop do it. Unfortunately, Krokop uh, can never compete again, which is very, very sad. He uh, had his career ended. Nikolai says Suzuki will be at the New Japan show in Texas. That's a very good point. But uh, we also had Christian Cage, Don Callis. I love them playing off the history here, Robert. They talked about how 25 years ago, Don Callis helped break Christian into the business. Christian talks about how Don Callis is a carny piece of shit. It hit
3: all the right spots, in my opinion. Yep, and everybody is getting as much TV time as they can. Good for Callis, good for Christian. I'm sure this means a lot to them. All Out feels like a foregone conclusion now that Christian actually got a win over Kenny. It'll be a great match because the one on Friday was. But it feels like a placeholder
2: until Omega fights somebody else.
0: Alex,
3: any
2: thoughts about this? Um, well, number one, I, I, I enjoy the, the interplay between uh, Christian and Callis. And I, I I like that it came back into play later uh, with Christian being involved in, in, in that particular spot. Um, but I think I think you and I are of the same mind on this, uh, Sean. Um, I was, I I mean I I was totally fine with with Cage winning uh, um, on Friday as long as Andrade won on Sunday and started the the immediate descent of of Kenny into madness. With Christian winning on Friday and Kenny winning on Saturday, I don't know what the story is. So I'm yeah. I'm confused and seeing where like because Christian getting the match at all out. I always felt like a placeholder before the yes. real person got the match. And, and, and now I'm not really sure what this is.
0: Yeah. And I, yeah, I just don't know. I mean, I'm sure the match will be good. It's just yeah. the match I on Friday know.
2: was well, the match on Friday to me was excellent.
0: It's it's, it just feels but. like in my head, they have done like three things I didn't think that they would do. I didn't think first off I didn't think he'd lose to Christian. Didn't think he'd beat Andrade if he lost to Christian. Uh-uh. Didn't think that Christian would still get this match. I don't know. Jeremiah says, disappointed Lambert didn't bring American Top Team's own Bobby Lashley. He legitimately is a member of American Top Team. Yep. Uh, and Dan Lambert loves him to death. Sean says, number of matches you think are on All Out? Probably eight. Yep. Uh, but let's talk about some of the the big matches tonight well actually let, let's get through a segment one more segment qt marshall and paul white um i gotta say i i popped for uh i, I don't know who it was in our chat that said getting the tall out article was that you robert that was, me. That was good, me good job good job uh i'm telling you guys if you go to all out you don't chant tall paul tall paul you are a piece of shit <laughs> If you don't do that, if you go to this show and you don't chant tall, Paul, tall, Paul, do not watch my show again. <laughs> um, this was it was nice to see Paul White going off the cuff. He wears Ralph Lauren underwear. Uh, he had hip surgery. He is old. He is going to murder QT Marshall, hopefully in three minutes, Alex.
2: Yeah, no, it's going to be a quick one. Uh I think I think it's um it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of it's a very old school wrestling type thing. The 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 smarmy uh absolutely overmatched in physically heel gets to talk shit to the giant uh babyface who then says, "Well, guess what? I talked to the man in charge and I've got a match." And then the heel gets to play dumb, which is Really dumb. Like, oh yeah, who against? Ha <laughs> Against you. And then he, his jaw drops and his eyes bug out, and he turns into Bobby Heenan. Like, it's this is fine. Like, whatever. It's gonna, it's gonna be, uh, Paul White getting a pop for giving a dude a choke slam, and that's fine. It's harmless. I mean, there are things that aren't gonna be on all out, and this is that I'm gonna be like, hmm, that's weird, but it's just gonna take up two minutes, so it, that's fine
3: yeah this is gonna be fun he'll do the shush chop the punch the choke slam call it a day and then i think he does get in the ring again quickly because i think at arthur ash nick Camarado body slams him beats him and he goes away for a while and camarada's a mid man
2: oh i like that that'd be good
0: i mean they didn't they don't have to do that on arthur ash they could do that on like a rampage they could could, that that's like a moment that they can use to supplement one of their other shows i think that, that works really well oh boy let's talk about sean spears versus sammy and sammy before this match earlier in the evening proposed to his girlfriend stick world mayor says congrats sammy and pam he posted the full video on youtube uh marco carmona says he popped for both sting and sammy's match and proposal Marco saying Sammy and Pam's proposal match combo ver- with uh, Spears was more amazing than expected. It sure was. this was probably the best Sean Spears match ever and he's had some good ones like there's like there, there aren't gonna be like a whole lot of five star matches that you point to but
3: Robert, this match kicked all kinds of ass. yeah when Sean Spears is motivated you get glimpses of why everybody says he's so good at what he does. I really enjoyed uh, the pile driver stuff, Aubrey and Tully Blanchard. It felt very old school, but they had enough modern in there, like when they both did the springboard up to the top and then Sammy hit the uh, top rope move and that was good. And this all works, you know, it's harmless. I'm ready for the Inner Circle Pinnacle stuff to stop because it almost all has except for some of these lingering parts and I'm ready for it to go away and get something new.
0: There are a lot of people that took issue with the kickouts. Francis says, A.W. should not let wrestlers kick out of a 630 or a pile driver. They are not zombies. Man, I've seen people stand up at, after literally getting knocked out and then knock the other person out. Watch Pat Berry, check Congo. Crazy stuff happens. I don't like the idea. I think pile drivers should be super protected, but this is a blow-off match. Months, months, months okay. down the line. Um Evan Wright says Spears match of his career tonight. God bless. It was. This was a special match. This was a blow-off match. Yep. Sawyer said I popped for Spears scumbag pre-match Pam promo like a child. That match. <sighs> Alex, this delivered. This was a blow-off match and it yeah. ruled.
2: Yeah, no, it, it absolutely did. And I'm I'm I was a I was a softie for old Ty Dillinger back in the NXT days. I mean, I've watched that guy get reactions when he was on the pre-shows of TakeOvers years ago. That He was the first guy to come out. That crowd went absolutely insane for him doing the 10 thing. We could say that the chant was over. He got the chant over. The gimmick was over because he made it work. So I've been a softie for Ty Gillinger for a long, 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 long time. And by far, this is the best thing I've ever seen him do in the ring. Um, he's really knocking it out of the park as the scumbag uh uh heel with the chair and all that stuff. He's doing a great job. Sammy had to win this feud. Sammy did win this feud. He had a bunch of big mo- I think I would have ended it on the 630. Yes, because, I too. because because um Spears got in no offense after it. So it, there wasn't really a need to keep going with it. The 630 could have ended right there, and that's the end of the match. You don't need to, like, oh, my God, this guy kicked out. I better <laughs> yes. do four more moves to him while he's I basically agree. unconscious anyway to, to put him away. It was unnecessary. I think the 630 could have ended it.
0: Eloquent says people need to put respect on Sean Spears' name. Uh, Sean Blanford says great show. Uh, and after tonight, I'm really looking forward to how All Out will shape up over the next two weeks. Sammy and Spears humped. Uh, Mike Bond says, shout out to Sammy. Guy is a star, but Manny makes me nervous when he sells moves. I think he legitimately dies two to three times per match. The guy is a star. Robert, how were you feeling about this match? I I thought that they they, uh, really did a lot in sort of rehabilitating Sean Spears in the eyes of a lot of people too, even in a loss.
3: Yeah, and I think ultimately Sean Spears is always going to be the guy who... Shine somebody up and then loses, but that's what he's very good at. And Sammy comes away from this looking like he's able to take on that extra level. Okay, you get that of my finisher. All right, I'm going to kill you, and you're not going to get any offense. And I think that was the goal, and I think he's the guy to beat Miro. I think he's the guy, okay. especially with the Fuego
2: tie-in. You can get there, and it'll be you a could, really big moment could, for him. Yeah, no, I was when you said that I wasn't sold on it until you said the Fuego tie, in that's a good storyline they can run with to make it work. If it's not Eddie, I think you could do it with with Sammy, make that really it's work.
0: A beautiful thing that there are multiple people that were like they could be the one, and Miro's yep. white hot right now too. So there's a chance they might say, "Well, piss off!" No, we're keeping it <laughs> on Miro, and it still be really good. Yeah. Balier Lasagna says, Guevara Spears might be one of my favorite matches in recent memory. Also can't help but think the 630 kick out into the GT-esque was uh, foreshadowing. Maybe, but he's been using that move. Yeah. I wonder if
3: he has to rely more on the 630 going forward because, hey, pal, look, that's basically an inverted GTS. Let's save that
0: for fun. He probably should. And by the way, Spears got cracked open. Yeah, cracked he, he open. Did. With yeah, like some deep dark blood. Like yeah. it was, that was a rough one. Eight one three says, "I'm okay with the kickouts if they don't make the cover so fast." Yeah. Um, there are also ways to get around it. Like they, they break the plane. They're underneath. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of ways to get around it. Mike Preventure says, AEW teased the Sammy announcement last week, which means they directly promoted his surprise proposal to his girlfriend more than they have <laughs> CM Punk. And again, we are like 55 minutes, 57 minutes in the show, almost no CM Punk super chats. We had more on our Raw post show, yeah. <laughs> for the love of God. that's this, That's the wild
2: situation. There's enough good stuff that doesn't involve cm punk for people to, to want yeah. to talk about on on a raw show that nothing nothing was good on raw literally nothing happened good on raw except for rk bro getting back together and they did that last week so this is people are going to believe i want to talk about something i like so that's why you get super chats on that this this is tonight was great great by itself didn't need anything else
0: and a lot of people say they could have uh, trimmed, shaved a couple of moves off of that Sammy Guevara, Sean Spears match. But, you know, you can you can shave a few off of your uh, With Manscaped. What do we got here? Let's see what we got here. With Manscaped.com, the proud owner of uh, Manscaped, the perfect pa- performance package 4.0. It's a beauty, and it won't have mm-hmm. you looking like Sean Spears at the end of this match. You know what? Maybe maybe your wiener and balls have taken a little bit too much offense, and you want it to kick out. Well, thankfully, the Performance Package 4.0 does it. It has the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. It's got cut, a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, thanks to their skin safe technology that way you know you won't be you won't look like you did an exploding barbed wire death match right Alex but you know what your explosion will be a lot brighter than that one because it's got that 4000k led spotlight you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout throughout all your your travels your home life doesn't even matter the weed whacker is a waterproof Uh, ear nose hair trimmer with a 9,000 RPM motor (laughs) motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system and it's got the proprietary skin safe technology as well and don't forget Robert if you want to smell like a smell like a birthday boy don't use don't forget to use that crop preserver ball deodorant their crop reviver I'm just stuttering all over my words today my gosh, get, get rid of here's this. Here's
3: the most important thing, Sean. That's skin safe technology. We're talking a lot about Ric Flair today. Ric Flair cutting himself up left and right in those main events. Man, he doesn't want to do that where it counts. And we know, apparently, that's so important to him. And he's probably taking care of everything with Manscaped.com. You do not want your ball
0: sack to look like Ric Flair's forehead. That's that's just the reality of the situation. When you go to uh, Manscaped.com, use the code... Fightful at Manscaped.com. You save 20% off and get free shipping with the code Fightful at Manscaped. Trust me, if you're out there throwing that thang around, you'll want to make sure it's taken care of. And if you're taking care of it, well, take care of it the right way. In the safe way. You know what I mean? Guys, get your super chats in. We are heading down the home stretch. Green Da Vinci says, What if it's a swerve and Shaq comes out for QT? That would be great. That would be great. I would love that. <laughs> yeah. Gregorius says, Tall Paul's theme is cool because it sounds like the South Park guy's mockingly recreating his home.
3: It's it but is the, it's, guy it's the guy who it's the guy. did it's the guy.
0: Yeah. Well, it's
3: not the, I don't think it's the original guy. I think it's no, the it oh is. is it? I thought it was the 04 guy. It's the the 06 guy. So it's the guy that most people now would think it's the same guy from WWE because it's the same guy from brand new sin. And it sounds like, Hey, can you just kind of do that without actually doing that? I like it. Yeah. Dr. Six fingers. Esquire says, dang it. Jonathan Ross sat pop
0: me again with the promo segue best in the world. I'll check mine out on the list. And you boy today, it was a lot better. Sawyer says, shout out to that. Ripping hot Houston crowd, especially popping for the hometowners, Sammy and Rosa that made me care about the main event. Well, I tell you, I, I agree. Um, that was a lot of fun, but also a lot of fun was this tag team title match, young bucks, Ooh. Jurassic express. Now I'll get my one criticism out of the way. And before you guys send me messages saying it's Rick Knox, it always happens. It happens with every goddamn ref in, in a W stop. <laughs> Varying them now. I know they did it to set up a cage match, and I'm fine with that. But all the time, a distraction for like 10 minutes, it feels like. Outside of that criticism, Alex, holy crapping balls. This was un it just unreal. Um, the double team offense with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, I got sold a ticket yeah. on multiple near falls here. Yeah. Young Bucks on top of their game. Like I can just see new fans tuning in and going, "These pricks, <laughs> just these pieces of
2: shit." Yes, yes, they, they absolutely are. Um, it's great because, like the the opening the opening uh, beat of the of the of the match, where we, he's the Jackson's in there, like showing off, like he's 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 getting out of the ring all fancy. Like he's just he's just being a complete douche, and and Jungle Boy's like, can we just have the match, please? Um, and I, I love how much they put over Luchasaurus. Like he's he's a big guy, but he's not like over the top immense. But they put over his size so much, by him just like palming a guy's chest and shoving him all the way across, into into each corner, so he can do his corner offense. I I I think that it's it's really really great how they've like this is a this is basically like. Tarzan Jr. and his half dinosaur best friend. It's the most ridiculous gimmick ever, but you totally buy into it because they're A great in the ring and B it's like it's so much fun to just root for this pairing. That I mean honestly, um I loathe rematches.
4: Yeah. But
2: if this te- if this team wins the eliminator tournament and gets a shot at all out I'm I'm fine with it because hopefully it means they're ready to pull the trigger and make them the tag champs because I think they deserve it.
0: Uh, Nerd Guru does not like the Young Bucks. He says, get the title off the Bucks now. I don't care who, honestly. I'm so sick of the shenanigans and dumb finishes despite the match quality. Uh, <laughs> I mean,
3: as much as you say that that sucks, that means they sold you a ticket because as good as the match is, doing their job because you're over it and i'll agree with you sean these referees they look so dumb and i mean the, the distraction finished at the end of it. it went on for like 20 minutes and i'm screaming at the tv get them out of the ring just do something show some authority and you know they haven't done that if they want to go that route and go well they're evps so we have to let them do what they want you need to tell that story on air because otherwise yes. the referees just look they really sl- bad
0: they assign their own refs and they know what refs they can get, get up on. Just tell me that. Tell yeah. me that. That's yeah. all I got to know. And yeah. I mean, that's a point I'll bring up about the close of, of dynamite. They usually give us a reason. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, Adrian says, you said you didn't think young bucks versus Lucha brothers would happen again. How about now with a steel cage? I think it's very possible yeah. in a steel cage. Yes. Very Dr. Six Finger yeah. says United center of tag matches, many tickets sold. I bet they'll have like an unusually good dark card as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eric Marsh says, any chance of Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks top their all-out ladder match with a cage match? Yes. Yeah, I th- sure. I think they sneak a ladder in the cage, for the love of God. <laughs> I think that sounds fun. Chris brings up a good point. Uh, why if are officials so bad in AEW? Something's got to change. Tell me why and give them personalities. Like I, I keep saying, these heels, like the last thing the Young Bucks want is Aubrey Edwards. They yeah. don't want, that should be like the one that they fear. Like, withable Aubrey Edwards is yeah. what I want. Yeah. Rivet says, Cutler waving the flare at Luchasaurus. Like, he was T-Rex when Jurassic Park killed yeah. me. You want to talk about who this has benefited the most? Brandon Cutler was a horse without a stable. He was not fun to watch no. the 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 avalon feud was was fun i enjoyed the their race to the bottom on dark yeah but alex this has been wonderful for
2: him yeah no i i hope he wears the the broken nose face mask for three years yes i hope he never takes it off uh i hope he's like damon dallas page with the rib tape but i i want uh, i i love there's the, the post post match segment where they were back there and they were like was like to the young bucks. You guys take 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 a few weeks off. Go to Hawaii with the family, and then they get all angry because they announced the tag team eliminator tournament. Everyone runs away, and Cutler's like, um, "Can I still go to Hawaii?" Like he's getting these great, great little one liners in at the end of the backstage segments. Like, like, uh, oh no, I saw that. That was all ball last week. Like he's getting these great little comedic bits in there. I think he's killing it.
3: He knows yes. what he's
2: doing. He is
3: there. People have called him, you know, their are Brutus Briefcake, their are Arn Anderson, whatever you want to call it. They're lackey, and he knows his role, and he's having a lot of fun with it. I want to see, and I'm probably the only one, the Varsity Blondes get the match in the cage. So
0: here's where I'm torn on that. The next Wednesday, they are in Cincinnati, which is Brian Pillman's hometown. They yeah. got to put Brian Pillman on, on Dynamite in Cincinnati. Um, so that leads me to think maybe they lose before then, and then they get a showcase match in Cincinnati. Yeah. So that that's where I am on that. Uh, Evan Wright says Brandon Cutler is an all time geek compliment. He is, and he and he's great. He's really really great. Uh, J.K. Schwall, uh, can we consider Kenny using the the Bulls MJ North Carolina as a long term Easter egg for Punk's first dance in the United Center? No, this they weren't. This was not a reality then. <laughs> no. Flow Pro for show says Kenny Shirts. The Easter eggs are there. They sure are. Mm -hmm. I just had somebody who I respect in the business say, uh, are you going to deactivate your account if Punk doesn't show? I have never once reported that CM Punk is going to be at AEW Dynamite. They have inferred that repeatedly. I've reported that they are in talks. I've never reported that he signed on the dotted line. I've not reported that. I reported today that there are some people that if they are under the influence that punk is coming in by god he'd better be coming in yeah. or else there's some problems josh says what if they bring in Kyoto? he doesn't bs around buddy go watch the carmella cash in one of my favorite <laughs> wwe moments what is this ever
2: is this a briefcase and there's a contract in here with your name on it yes And you want to what what's the cash it in I've never heard that term before. What are you talking about? <laughs> some Six and a half minutes of him trying to figure out what a briefcase was.
0: Some people, um, uh, <laughs> some people, uh, will not realize it. Cause it was during her, her time in NXT. Carmela is one of the most verbally hilarious in ring wrestlers. Yeah. There are, and that was our real glimpse at that. Uh, Marco says, "Why isn't Proud and Powerful in the Eliminator Tag Tournament?" I'm sure if FTR is back to good health uh, after that accident, buddy. I'm not sure. After after the still image that we saw last week, I'm not sure of anything. That was gross. Yeah,
2: yeah, gr- no, not good.
0: Snow Jordan says, "Callis told Bucks to take a vacation." Good Brothers have a live podcast show on eight twenty. No elite at Rampage. All focused for Punk. Yes, I yeah, mean I- I'll I'll be swinging by the Good Brothers show. They're doing it with Mojo, who swears he's going to get me some comp stuff. So hopefully, after that scrum, I can get some free shit. Ian Hunter says, Sean, did you ever firm up the toy hunt with Ethan Page for Cincy? Really want to see that. I'm working on it. So uh, I'm taking my wife to that show. Uh, She has a a day job. So it's one of those things where they got to be at the venue pretty early. So I would have to go like noon, 1 PM. And then like, what am I doing for six hours after a figure hunt? So I'll have to see if that's even a possibility. Uh, We'll see. Uh, The one true dude says, who do you think you are? I am damn it. Right. (laughs) Mike Bond says, I know the elite is too much for some people, but man, am I enjoying their run here? Iconic heel title run, incredible in ring. Shout out Cutler's Goofy Spray, enjoying the ride while it lasts. So is Ric Flair. Yeah. CM Punk says, or actually, Faustino Vargas. My God, sends a one hundred dollars super chat. Wow. Says how much blowback if Punk doesn't show up on Friday on All my
2: tr- on my Twitter personally. A lot. No, um, no. I, I I saw I <laughs> saw I saw friends of the show, uh, at least friends of yours, uh, uh, John. A uh, former guy on the show, Louis Dangour, and your personal friend Ross Tweddle, some Brits talking about I would love it just for the chaos if, if I would just, love just, it. just just for the just for the chaos if 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 they didn't show up. what are you talking about? The, Chicago would, would burn to the ground. it will be great
0: bats if I didn't show up. I swear to God, I am going to swim over that ocean and ring there. I can't even say that because I'll get kicked off of YouTube now. Could you imagine, mate? No, I couldn't imagine because the only thing that people are talking about right now.
3: <laughs> I mean, they would go from being the most beloved to the most hated promotion very quickly. Yes. So. That would be an interesting thing to watch unfold, but I don't think we have to worry
0: about it. Promotional malpractice, Robert, is what that would be. Because I'll tell you what they're not doing. They ain't doing this to rib me. That's for damn sure. (laughs) Could you imagine? Could you imagine? (laughs) Oh, boy. So, guys, get in your super chats. We are at... The main event segment. Please leave a thumbs up. Um, That stuff helps an awful lot. I have a couple of interviews dropping this week. Jonathan Gresham, man, that clip I posted blew up. It was it it made me very, very happy. Um, 40 minutes of talking wrestling with Jonathan Gresham. In my opinion, the best in-ring wrestler in the world. And I got to sit there and talk about psychology and technique with that guy. That was like one of my favorite of all time. And then on Friday, we're gonna go the complete other end of the spectrum. And we got Dan Housen reviewing my childhood action figures. <laughs> so make sure you guys check that out. Uh, we will have the we'll have all kinds of coverage this Friday and Saturday and Sunday. So much stuff going on. Chuck Cassis says the heel heat if punk is a no-show. Well, let me tell you, there was heel heat for MJF. Before this, Jericho cut a promo that we did not need to hear in any way, saying, oh, you guys are going to sing it, right? <laughs> this, I no. swear to oh. God, oh. if Jericho ever kills anybody, it's going to be by suffocating him because he can't let <laughs> shit breathe <laughs> ever. Like, like the Kenny Omega 5 thing from The Dark Order. Oh, yeah? Well, he actually faced them last year. It ain't lasted a lot longer than five minutes. Like, he does this all the time. <laughs> but the crowd did it. They sang it. Uh, Nerd Guru says, I know Alex hated it, but the Judas acapella gave me chills. Don't care if they barely knew the words, so the chorus still ruled. The crowd was hot. I'll tell you what popped me, Alex Palowski. Everybody like this.
2: the <laughs> way. <laughs> They're reading their phones. I cold
0: like December. No.
2: <laughs> reading, reading it off their phones like a bunch of marks. You know why? You know why? Because, because the official AEW Twitter account tweeted out the lyrics, saying we'd really hate it if people would would memorize these lyrics and then come to the show and sing it just to get at MJF. Like, shouldn't the promotion be a little more objective? But it's also, like, it's fine. Like, if you want to say these fans love Jericho as much as you insist they do, then they would look up the lyrics themselves and sing along. Or have it happen in storyline that Sammy comes out first and says, hey, everybody, just so you know, look under your seats, and there's like a hymnal there where everyone can read off lyrics because Sammy has made sure it'll happen as opposed to them trying to make us believe that all the fans just spontaneously broke into song together. You didn't know any lyrics to anything but the chorus, and you know you didn't. It was it was a joke, the whole damn thing.
0: Remind me at the end of this show to tell you guys... Uh... What I think is a pretty funny story that just unfolded in my in my texts, unrelated to AEW. Wonderful. Uh, Silva says I, someone in the crowd had the words on their sign. Yeah. That's that's a good touch. Uh, Valab says it's kind of funny. The first thing us Indians got to see on TV was Sting, and ended with Jericho. Wondered if wondered if the Indian premiere affected the card. Uh, I don't think it affected the card whatsoever. They plan their stuff well ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky two ten says. Kind of says something when NXT cancels a call before their big show while AEW books a scrum for their second, huh? Well, they never they never really booked it. I was talking to somebody in NXT. Uh, for, for those of you who don't know, Triple H is not doing a media call before NXT, presumably not after either. And this is the first time since Fightful launch that I remember them not doing them, And I wouldn't if I were him either. Because yep. question one is, what's up with Adam Cole? Question two, what's up with Pete Dunn? Question three is, your, how's your territory doing, pal? Question four, what do you think of CM Punk returning? Question five, uh, why haven't you fired Velveteen Dream? Oh, wait, you did? Sorry. And then the seventh question, is my mic on? No, I, I don't blame him for not doing this this time. Do I like doing them? Yes. But this time, don't blame him for not doing it. Mike says Carlito was in the crowd and tagged Brian cage on Twitter and thanked him. That's interesting. That's cool. Intangible one says should have had Sammy on the Tron with his lyrics or signs and the lyrics to Judas. That's pretty good. So MJF won, and I did not think this was the course of action. Dare I say, I I don't believe it was six weeks ago, but Robert, it is 100% the right call. MJF has to win this. Initially, I was like, well, how do you deny him a title shot? Then somebody reminds me, he's got two singles matches this year. That's how. But he had to win. This was unlike every other match on the card. This was a slower-paced, more methodical, react-to-spots-and-the-crowd type of thing. How would you feel about it?
3: Yeah, I don't give a shit if this was the plan six hours ago. The important thing is, the right thing happened, and MJF won, and I wasn't expecting it, so I'm just happy to see it, and I'm glad he didn't fall for the same trick twice, because last time at All Out, Moxley got him on the, haha, I'm going to use the paradigm shift anyway, he didn't fall for that this time, Jericho didn't pull the trigger, I just like seeing MJF work a main event style of professional wrestling, I like seeing... Chris Jericho, who seemed more motivated tonight than in some of the other labors. And again, the right guy won. And Jericho, he doesn't have to retire, but he can go to Rampage and just sort of be Rampage announcer guy for a little bit. You know, you got some other guys coming in to take the legend working status. I like this. This was good. My favorite Chris Jericho moment, since he's been a babyface, was him looking at Dasha with a death glare as she started to introduce him and said, Like, don't you interrupt this crowd. They're actually doing the thing I want them to do. This worked out well for everybody involved. And again, MJF wins, and thank God.
0: Ricardo says MJF over Jericho was the right call tonight. Boris says Alex is making lemonade for the main event. (laughs) Arlo says he drove three hours to watch AEW, and the crowd was insane. I did not know the lyrics to Judas.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nobody else did either. Yes. Um,
0: (laughs) Finish has a lot of people like uh, people who definitely were, were eager to criticize were Jericho grabs the bat Mm -hmm. at the same time. MJF is grabbing the ring. Aubrey sees the ring. She's like, no, no Jericho hits MJF with the bat goes to do the Judas effect and then pauses. Now, if, uh, if I remember correctly, MJF said, if you use it, I win. Yeah. So it's like, it's beyond it being illegal mjf beats him i'm going to wait to see if they explain this further and i had somebody say you can't even call something out when it when it's when it's bad and i'm like well no, there's there's a bit of a difference because in this company usually if something is even on the cusp of bad they explain something and then i get to determine is this bad right um but then mjf Clean as a sheet. Beyond clean as a sheet, Alex. He got hit with a bat and then beat Chris Jericho. And this is how you build a
2: giant heel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The the, the psychology of the moment when the cheating happened is so odd to me. Because Jericho either paid somebody to hide the bat there for the second week in a row or did it himself Pre pre like using his like ahead of time, uh, premeditating that I'm going to cheat in this match. Which, oh, right, like uh, Jericho's a scumbag to me and has been the entire time he's been a baby face, but everybody else thinks, oh, we love Jericho. Well, he's premeditating a cheating a pain point now, now, so is MJF, but he's supposed to, he's a he's a dirtbag heel who we're supposed to hate, yes, but but he. Jericho doesn't know in that moment that MJF is also cheating. He's doing it of his own free will, completely absent the same context. He has no idea that that MJF is doing it. So it's not like, oh, turnabout's fair play. Jericho was going to cheat to win, but we're supposed to root for that? That's stupid. And then he actually does cheat. He hits him with a bat, which is totally illegal. And he was going to win that way. And if he had won that way, was it satisfying for all of his fans? That's stupid. That's stupid. So I'm I, I appreciate that, that MJF won that he got to use the Fe- Juice effect himself, and that he that he won the smart way, which was putting his finishing maneuver, uh, a Fujiwara arm bar on the guy's bad arm that he months ago made a bad arm. That's the perfect kind of ring psychology for this finish. MJF won the right guy won. Now I see a lot of people like, but but uh but how are they gonna put it on all out? Like they're not I, thought, I thought this match was going to be on all out, Yeah, but it's not. So they're doing some, they're, they're, they're not putting these guys on all out and that's and fine with me
0: because they got shows that they want to stack and they're building a hundred programs at the same time. So they have, you got two, two or three blow offs on every show and that's, that's okay. You can do short term feuds. Also. I love how, quite frankly, in some other companies, if you've got an entertaining heel, a lot of the fans cheer him because he's one of the only good things on the show. And they're like, oh, thank God. Here, people are like, MJF, you're a piece of shit. Like, please don't ever not be a piece of shit. Boo. People,
2: people want to run over MJF with their car. They hate him so Man charged much.
0: The ring and said he was going to kill him a few months ago. Jesus. Doug Kahn says, Jericho has a Fozzie tour. This gets him off TV. He does not have Wednesday tour dates. Um, He doesn't have Wednesday tour dates. Sova says, Jaden, Kier, Hogan, having an interesting Twitter interaction. I will check that out.
3: Imagine that, using social media to build a match.
0: Yeah. Jordan says, MJF losing to the Judas Effect behind the ref's back would have been a great callback to his mox match. That would have been. And that would have been another excuse that he has, but it's rooted in realism. But still, nobody wants to hear a whiner, Robert.
3: No, and you don't like, want to see the same guy who's smart in every other aspect of his career yes. fall for the same trick twice.
0: Exactly. Drew Lytle says, is this the end of Jericho MJF? Do you think this opens MJF as the first opponent for Daniel Bryanson? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, yes. Um, biggest heel in wrestling versus the baby face. I think it should. I think it should. I know there were there were some other plans a while back. And those were very good sounding plans to me, too. But come on, MJF and Daniel Bryan. Uh, I'm going to have to take that one. Gonna have to rock like, with that WWE one.
3: WWE messed up the only thing people wanted from the Daniel Bryan comeback, which was he beats The Miz. MJF yeah. is a lot like The Miz in the way that he's a really cocky son of a bitch. Bryan shutting him down will be very good. And Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson is still the best in the world to a lot of people so that I'm better than you and you know it. That's a good way to get him there.
0: Yeah. Uh, Zach Barber says, sorry, not sorry that my fellow uh, Texans disappointed Alex and sent Jericho to the ring. Uh, and then uh, David Brett points out a great thing. The Jericho MJF camera spot. I mean, yeah. it was a little wonky for Jericho to punch the camera. Yeah. Um, But it was great. it was such a good and it's one of those things that's a callback to the rock austin thing but mjf has the camera and you just see him doing this yeah, and yeah. you see a sea of people doing it back to him yeah yeah and then you see jericho that was that was a good shot that yeah, was good Guys, you can still get a couple Super Chats in. We've got a couple more. Uh, Cliff Beard says, My favorite part of the night was JR calling Don Callis stupid on commentary during the tech match. <laughs> I'm here for the Don Callis slander, honestly. And Marcos is not related to the show, but I love Sean on Straight to Hell. Uh, that was a lot of fun. that We did it on Cultaholics channel. I, I was very flattered that they asked me to come on. So... <laughs> This thing I'm telling you all about, I'm trying to to hide identities, but people know I have a pretty good Rolodex of talent, right? Yeah. And somebody, I I won't say agent, promoter, wrestler, whatever, says, do you have so-and-so's number? And this was earlier. And I said, yes, on the air. And I sent that person's number. And this person replied, OMG. I thought that was the number to go on the air, so I called it and yelled, Hi, am I on the air? <laughs>
2: <to> the <person. laughs>
0: I yelled it like the mom did in Joe Dirt when she called Carson Daly. I said. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So, um, if they were looking to do any deals, don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, we've got... Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Simranjeet Singh saying, big fan of Robert from India. Keep up the great work. Look at Robert.
4: Breaking us into
0: the Indian. We got our Rinka King show, retro shows coming up soon. We're going to open up the Fightful Performance Center. Global localization is happening because of Robert. Uh, Nerd Guru says, when Malachi Black does a sit down thing across from CM Punk, I think I would pop the roof off my house. Well, by God. Hope you all pop the roof off of Fightful Heckin' Select. I am flying out to Las Vegas tomorrow night. Uh, I'll still be on Fightful. I'm going to try to pop in, if I can, Friday night. Um, Saturday night, uh, I'll be at SummerSlam. Uh, we'll be doing the, the scrum after AEW. We're not allowed to stream it, but it will be posted eventually. Uh, Robert will have coverage of it. I think his Berto will be on that beat as well. Robert, it's a a busy weekend for you, bud.
3: It it is a busy weekend. You can check out everything I'm doing on Twitter, at DudeFelice, on every platform, at DudeFelice. I'm on the Wrestling Wind Down podcast, Breaking Down SummerSlam. I'm everywhere, Breaking Down SummerSlam, so check out Twitter to see where I'm at. But mostly, I'm here covering Rampage, covering SmackDown, covering SummerSlam, and NXT TakeOver. It's going to be a good weekend. Let's have some fun.
0: Alex does Sour Graps. That's on Fightful Select tomorrow at noon, or by the time you all hear this, Thursday at noon Eastern. I am doing a live Q&A for about a half an hour over there. But Alex, tell the people what you do.
2: Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter at Alex sour Graps. I, uh, I do, uh, the tw- twice a week, I do the Sour Graps show talking about Raw and SmackDown. Uh, this will be a different weekend because there will be no SmackDown Sour Graps because yeah. I am going to be co-hosting with Jeremy Lambert the actual post-Smackdown show, along with the post-Rampage show. So at some point, I'm sure we'll talk about whatever terrible stuff happened on Smackdown for the for the go-home show. Uh, but we'll also be talking about whatever might happen, I don't know, on Rampage on, on Friday. And then I'm going to be on the post-SummerSlam show, talking about <laughs> that thing. You're, um, you're back on full-time, Alex. I'm back on full-time, baby! Um. Uh, so that. So yeah. There will be. There will be no. Uh. Regular. Um. Smackdown. Uh, Sour Graps. However, the next Sour Graps is the 200th episode Ooh. of Sour Graps. So I have something special planned for that, which should come out uh, at some point this weekend. Guys,
0: I, I should have a bunch of WWE interviews, shorter ones, uh, next week and each week following that. Every show, it seems like we get over 2,000 live viewers, and by, by the time we refresh the numbers, it looks like six 7,000 of you guys have tuned in at some point. That means so much, because a few months ago, it was like three or 400. It, it's unreal, uh, the support you guys have shown us, and this stuff means an awful lot. Uh, when you guys send Super Chats, when you subscribe to Fightful Select, it allows us to have Alex on more shows. It allows us to be like, yeah, sure. We'll have Kate on Tuesdays as well. Like it, we are, we are like the, the PBS of the wrestling world.
2: We should Uh, say people tote bags.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Except we are far less dignified. And we talk about (laughs) wieners a lot more. We do. We do. Thank you all so much for the support until next time we're out.